Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Tyler G here. And for those of you that collect Mezco, you know it's hard sometimes to get it, uh, pre-order them on the day that they are first released because of how popular that line is in general. They tend to sell out very quickly. And you know that getting them aftermarket uh, could be just as tough, especially with people scalping and raising the prices way more than they need to be. But fear not, everyone, for I have the answer for your Mezco fix. And it is at One Stop Toy Shop on Instagram. And that is one, the number one, stop toy shop on Instagram. Uh, he has a link to his online toy store in his bio there. And it is the same thing, www.onestoptoyshop.com. And if you check out his selection and his prices, you will see he needs to be your answer for Mezco figures and where you need to go because he has them at great prices. If you're in the U.S., the shipping is free, and he gets them to you quick, and his packaging is top-notch. There's no way that there's any mailman or delivery person can damage the box with the way that he packages it. Your, your Mezco figure is safe. He'll get it to you, and he'll get it to you when you need it at a good price. So, again, go follow One Stop Toy Shop and never miss out on a Mezco figure again. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of DC Figures and Collectibles. As of this recording, it is March 21st, 2019, and I am Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, and I am joined by Scott of at the.batfan all the way from Stoke-on-Trent, England. How are you doing, Scott? Hello. Hello, Tyler. Hello to everybody listening. And Yeah, how are you? You all right? Oh, yes, I am. I'm splendid. Very, that's very English. I like it. I'm looking forward to this episode. Um, same, honestly, I've been looking forward to this all week. Really excited. A lot to cover, and I can't wait. A lot to cover. Now, you, do you have any new plastic people in your life? <laughs> no, <laughs> new plastic people? Um, no, not at least not arrived yet. Anyway, waiting on new plastic people. Okay. But, uh, no new plastic people have yet to uh, yet to arrive, but I've been taking pictures of new plastic people that I haven't featured yet. So that's uh, coming up, but. Uh, yeah, other than that, not too much. I mean, been having fun with the alleyway extreme set diorama that our Batman animated fan very kindly, um, very kindly, yeah, give it to me. It's a fantastic set. It really is beautiful, and uh, yeah, really grateful for that. Yeah, I really liked your. I really liked your girls' night out, a uh, different version with Carrie Kelly yeah. with that in the background. Yeah, I've been wanting to do that shot for ages in like a, an alleyway, but just couldn't get the right background and that extreme set just fit perfect for it and tied in nicely with our previous guest. Um, yeah, and it was a it's a really good angle and it really shows how tall the extreme sets alleyway set is as well. Yeah, it is quite tall to be fair. Yeah, and um, it has a lot of depth to it, which is really good fun. And uh, I love the sort of pillars that it comes with that you can kind of place anywhere and. Yeah, that's definitely not the last extreme set shot of <laughs> coming up. 
there's a couple more I've got ready to go and yeah more to come as well I'm going to spend hopefully all evening tomorrow just taking pictures with that set because it's so good yeah I am personally looking forward to yours and Lewis of at the bat collectors uh, weekend theme that's that's what I'm really looking forward to the bat suit weekend yeah bat suit came up with this one just by just literally looking at all the different Batman things that I've got and um, I said it on the last podcast and it, it is definitely sticking that we're going down two completely different routes. I've seen some of his pictures done it's ridiculous. Ah, I like it. Photos. And um, yeah, so he's doing more sort of movies and a little bit of comics and... A little bit of Mezco. A little bit of Mezco, yeah, absolutely. And, um, and I'm going down the complete animated route, so I'm just going to feature some animated suits. Um, maybe a sort of custom suit as well, perhaps, maybe. And, Ooh, yes. Yeah, just going to go go through that and see see what, how, see how it goes down. Nice. Well, I, I know I'm excited. I'm really just looking forward to what you, what you said. I'm looking forward to seeing the different creative takes you take on it. That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, this has, it, personally, it hasn't been such a extravagant weekend in massive dios and setups, but it's been more <laughs> sort of focusing on the sharpness of pictures, getting the right background and the right angle, the right pose, things like that. So they, they'll probably look really simple, but it took age. To be honest, I think simple shots like that take longer to do. I, I don't know what it is because I mean, you can set up a big diorama and just take a picture of it from any angle. You still get all the bits in sometime, but then on other occasions, just getting a close-up shot can be so hard, just getting the right sharpness of the camera and the right angle. Yeah, and also there's just nothing really to distract your eye with, and you're really just focused on the figure, and you yeah. just want to make sure you're presenting it in the best possible way. Yeah, I'm just getting all the colours all correct and the lighting correct and no glare so, from like the TV screen or something. Sometimes a simple portrait can just be so good. Oh, honestly, they're not meant to take. So I got so much respect for people that do portrait shots. It definitely is a different art form in the, in the realm of toy photography. Yeah, it's very very difficult. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, not a lot, not a lot of news for me. Oh, apart from the fact that I, I don't know how I've managed to get a thousand posts in thirteen months, which is just probably very sad. Yeah. Not only that, you uh, got a thousand likes on one of your Watchtower posts. That was just an epic shot of the Justice League. Oh, that, that's that's not a Watchtower shot. That's a Transformers shot. At least everybody was. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're getting hit with a lot of trolls that just want well, the, the amount of comments that I received saying it's a, a Transformers base as if it was some kind of revelation to me. It's just ridiculous. But no, <laughs> like, in all seriousness, like up to everybody thank you so much for the support it means a lot it's crazy absolutely crazy yeah it makes me ha it made me happy because i just know how much you love that show and how much you've been looking forward to that oh, i've been waiting for that diorama for ages it's been nearly a month yeah. and yeah thanks to big bad toy store as well really not really to fantastic. mention you not to mention you killed it oh thanks thank like you like every pose pose is like a perfect uh display of the character's you know, personality. That's I love it. Thank you. Thanks very much. I think a lot of other a lot of other people did as well. Apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was quite a lot of comments on it, and um, very kind Susan Eisenberg even commented she's 
such a nice person. Yeah, it, what? That really, dear. What did she say? You gotta say what she said. Um, I think she's put some heart emojis on it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she she's a really lovely person. But um, hopefully yeah, we can get her on the show. Really, really excited um, about the response of that. It's just crazy. Like pe- people are just so kind. Yeah, I didn't even know that that she commented. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's very weird for sure. But yeah, it means a lot that if if someone of her stature and her it's just gives that show likes it, then that that means a lot. Yeah, it's just Wonder Woman. It's just <laughs> uh, brilliant, but yeah, I mean, other than that, that's pretty much pretty much everything that I've got new. Actually, talking of of that, there was a figure that I've taken a few pictures of. There's a figure that you've done a shot shot of too, which is Rorschach, that with the icons Batman. Oh uh, yes, I just I did that. Really enjoyed that shot. Really, really enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun because I've been wanting to recreate that shot from a comic book. And, you know, with some of my accessories, I forget where they are. And I finally found the giant penny. So I was like, oh, I got to do this. <laughs> well, not only is it a good shot, but it's all, it's, she's very good morals in that, uh, yeah. in that photo as well. Don't take Batman's breakfast. No, don't, don't do that. I wouldn't want to touch it. I love breakfast. I can't imagine how much he does. <laughs> uh it's it's more like brunch for Batman the the hours that he works. That's true. Who knows when he eats it? <laughs> <laughs> um, another shot actually I was going to ask you about because you got a massive response on this one, especially considering that it isn't Batman shot, which is the uh, multiverse Aquaman figures photo. Ah uh, yes, and this was directly inspired by a hunting trip, and I sent you a video of it earlier that day. Mm. And it was, I, I, I was going to hunt for toys, looking for multiverse figures. And I decided to send Scott a video just to show him what was there. Since he is coming to America soon, just show him what's, what's here, what's in store. And there's a whole uh, Aquaman wave. And I was just looking at it. And I was like, dang, I forgot how good that wave is. And so I wanted to do a good shot. I haven't used Ocean Master too much, so. I'm glad that people actually liked it, and I'm glad that it just turned out well because, mm. uh, yeah, it, it's a fiction I wanted to do right, so I'm glad that you like it. Oh, over in this country, some places on Amazon have slowly got stock of them, but seeing them in America, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna gamble that they're still there and hold off for a little bit. They might, be, they might be in the five below by the time you get here, so they'll be even cheaper. Oh, wow, that would be nuts. Yeah, I'm going to hold off for now and wait. I think it'd be more special to get them from America, but they, they look stunning. Love the pose as well, especially the pose of, I mean, Aquaman's pose is outstanding, but I just love the pose of Orm as well, because that, that can't be easy getting him to pose like that with the cape that's obviously no. rubber cape. <laughs> the fact that you even say that, just that makes me so happy that the other collectors can relate because <laughs> that is the toughest part. I was like, come on, it took forever. But he finally got into that position. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that horrible cape that just everyone feels that pain. Yeah, and the I think in terms of the Aquaman pose, it just shows how much the multiverse from Mattel have improved. And yeah, you know, just like the ankle pivot and the, yes. way, his, the way I was able to get the uh, wrist hinge to be able to hold the Triton in place. So I think that they came a long way. And it, it, again, it just sucks that they're switching. 
Yeah, it really does. It really does suck. But I, um, yeah, I, I do love that that angle pivot. If anybody needs to see a demonstration <laughs> of the articulation of the new multiverse, then that picture does everything for you because you've got the double joints at the knees for Orm. Got the yeah, uh, even the the flexibility of the ankles on Orm as well. Because sometimes you you kind of get the ankles and only move sort of like. 90 degrees within the pivot, but and it knows it full on straightens out the ankle, which is brilliant. Yeah, I would not have been able to get to that pose without those ankle hinges. Yeah, and you can twist them as well. Yeah, really, really good, really, really fantastic poses. And I love the water effects that you, that, that water effect's brilliant. That you get with all those photos. I remember the I always talk about this one, but the um Robin's reckoning photo as well, like the water in that just looked amazing. And it's same with this picture. Yeah, it's definitely, that's the hardest part is to get that to look realistic because it could either look realistic or it could look like rubbish. <laughs> it's, it always takes the most time. Yeah, and I use the laptop separate. for the boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two separate ends of the scale. Yeah, there it's, but yeah, I'm glad. I, I also just really love Ocean Master. I think it's an underrated figure. Oh yeah, he's he's a pretty sick figure. Really great like, villain as well. Great character. And the actor, of course, did a great job. Yeah, I think he, he's up there with Zod in terms of best DC uh, EU villains. That's great for you. He's a, he's a very similar kind of villain to, to Zod as well, like in, in his beliefs and his kind of misguided sort of anger. It's very true. That dang, look at Scott's going to be a movie critic too, as well. <laughs> <laughs> not, not for Marvel. I, I'll, no, not for Marvel. I think we'd already know his his grade on those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Although actually, uh, there, there is there is something we can talk about later with, with that Marvel set. That'll be fun. Oh, that's true. Yes, probably right after this. But, yes. Yeah. After so in terms and, of- and also a little bit later on as well. Probably- oh yeah. And in terms of uh, Batman episodes that I'm on, for, I'm, I've fully transitioned into the new Batman animated series. Yeah. Today's episode was Joker's Million, which that got a lot of response from people saying that's one of their favorite new Batman adventure episodes. Great episode. Really, really funny episode as well. Definitely has a lot of classic funny Joker lines. Oh, it really does. And the fake Harleys are hilarious. Oh, the fake Harleys are just so funny. (laughs) Mr. G. Mr. G. <laughs> I just love how angry he gets when she says that. It's so funny. Yeah, and I like the little Harley being at the end of the episode having a beating of Joker. <laughs> yeah, just appears in the the prison van. There. It's, it's such a great episode. It's just it reminds me a little bit of make him laugh. It's just funny, but at the same time, Batman's just so badass in it. Yeah. <laughs> And it's also a good little twist at the end with the yeah. money. Yeah. So even even though they uh, were winding down toward the end of episodes, they still were putting a lot of love into the writing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like some of those new adventure episodes. I feel like some of those new adventure ones, if they were done in the original animated style, so like with some of the old original characters, like original Joker perhaps and, and things like that, I think people would have loved that whole series a lot more because it was very controversial that the redesigns of some of them oh yeah even even on today people were saying yeah i don't care how much of a good episode it was it's not growing on me that look i hate it 
I still yeah. people still people hate the the Joker with no red lips. <laughs> but I wouldn't let it ruin my enjoyment of of that. Yeah, definitely. I think the um, as controversial as it was, some of that those new adventure episodes and even the look of the Joker are still right. Episodes like Joker's Millions, Mad Love, just absolute classics. Yeah, and I think you're a hundred percent right with what you said. If they were done in the the original form, those would be people's favorite episodes easily. Something like Over the Edge or like uh, like Old Wounds. Well, like Old Wounds is kind of already in that style. Yeah, but it is. If it's just drawn like like Batgirl had her classic costume and all that. Yeah, I do a lot. I, I Actually, I think she should have in that continuity. Shouldn't she have had her old costume to make sense? For old wounds. Yeah, because when they first find out she's Batgirl, she has a black costume. Uh, yeah. Te- technically, yeah. Although it can't, it could have kind of worked out somehow. It could have just crossed over somehow. It could have. I mean, that's just a long time for them not to realize who she is. But it's kind of yeah. I, mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. To be fair, because it it, it could have worked out but it would have literally had to have been when she become it would have literally have to have been the, the episode after Batgirl Returns that she swapped her costume so yeah it, it's, it is a little strange that they didn't do that but uh, but yeah overall I think you're right a lot of the episodes if they were done in, uh, like any like the Mad Hatter one if that was done classic style yes yeah but alas, still gotta love them for what they are. They make great action figures, that's for sure. Yeah, otherwise we would have got half half as less action figures. <laughs> um, and one, I was gonna, one I was going to also ask you about shot that you did was that Batman Noel one. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was powdered sugar. I wondered what it was that you used. Yeah, I just sprayed him with some mist of water and put some powdered sugar on him. It was, it was, it was a very sweet shot. Yeah, thank you. It was a pain to wash it all off of him, but I'm glad it, it turned out all right. That, I, I was interested to know what you used, because I used some, I think I used flour on my, to make a snow effect, but that, that looked really good. Yeah, and I I use, um if you use like crystal sugar and mm. you put, a little bit of water on the figure, it will kind of mat or it will get together and it'll kind of look like slush, like ice slush. Right. Okay. So that, that could work too. Oh, cool. But yeah, it was definitely a pain to wash off. <laughs> I can imagine, especially on a figure like that, it's got so many like bumps and curves on it. Yeah, I just ran it under hot water for a long time. <laughs> oh. Yeah, other than that, Nothing much. I have no new figures. Still, just desperately waiting for the new animated figures. Yeah, not too far away now. What are we sort of like a month and a half away, maybe? Yeah, it's getting closer. It, it really is. It's mad, isn't it? To think that it was like we've waited for nearly, well, nearly a year, really. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be worth it. Oh, it's going to be, be worth, worth the wait. Yeah, definitely. Now, did did we? want to talk about what do we want to talk about right now do we want to go into uh to the episode that we're going to cover today 
Oh, let's go for it. Yeah, let's dive in. Okay. The episode is a, a big one for you, right? Yeah, yeah. The big one for me and especially my dad's because he loved this episode. He was telling me earlier about when I was a kid and um, I think there was this one and there was Christmas with the Joker and it might have been the Grey Ghost and there were three episodes that um, he can remember first ever recording for me on like the old VHS tapes. Oh, nice. When he was a kid, and he said those were the, the three episodes that he yeah he recorded for us, and we so I always always used to rewatch them constantly. But um, I wonder how many yeah. people even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> not not many, not many. Like, we didn't have we didn't have all these iPads and iPlayer and catch up all this back then. So it's classic old VHS tapes and. Oh god, it was just everything was better in the nineties. It really was simpler. It was so so much simpler. All the noughties as it was when I was a kid watching <laughs> these episodes. But yeah, it was just so much so much fun. And my dad probably his favorite episode is the is what we're covering today, which is the forgotten. Really good episode. Really good story. Um, and doesn't necessarily sort of fit the tone of a Batman story, but they make it work, and it, it's. Yeah, fantastic episode. Yeah, and even Alfred gets involved. <clears throat> yeah, Alfred plays a pretty crucial role in it, doesn't he, to be fair to him. Yeah, very much so. Basically Robin again. He is basically Robin, yeah. <laughs> now, this episode, uh, I know I knew, there's even a few people that whenever I do it, they say that this is one of their favorites as well. So it is it is a, a cult favorite as people would say at least there a lot of people have very strong feelings for this episode oh yeah rightfully so and it again is another episode is the third in a row where we haven't had any very big rogues uh villain or a classic batman villain like a joker or two-face riddler yeah basically basically just uh another weirdo like (laughs) like the, the one we had was a a child a slave driver and the sewer king. <laughs> and then we had, uh, what was the other one? Um, last episode's point, point of view. It was just some random mob boss, yeah. Mob boss, uh, some kind of gun runner. <laughs> yeah. And then this one is just a boss biggest. It was just looks like he's a 400-pound yeah. rotund yeah. man. Um, and he's basically stealing homeless men and using them as slave labor. Yeah, it's got a lot of parallels with the Sewer King, really. Yeah, it does, only adults. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in this one, we see it starts off with Bruce Wayne volunteering at a rescue mission where... Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's... That so like, much. It's brilliant. He's not just chilling at home. No, he's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do something. So yeah, that's definitely. Cool. It's cool to see like he's peeling potatoes, isn't it, when it cuts the scene? But yeah. yeah, but it's absolutely brilliant. Just makes me want some some French fries. Oh yeah, no, no. wish I'd have said that. <laughs> then uh, Bruce is talking to uh, the father there, the priest, and he mentions that there have been some volunteers or also some homeless people that are disappearing, and that they had. 
they reported to the police, but they, no one's even bothered looking for the people and they haven't heard any word. And so Bruce being the great detective, the greatest detective that he is, <laughs> he, uh, he starts going into a disguise. He dyes his hair or at least colors it temporarily white and puts on a like five o'clock shadow dresses in some frumpy clothes and goes out and he's a, he starts shooting craps with some, with some sketchy fellows in an alley, right? Yeah. So he's just wandering down an alley and a cat (laughs) startles him. And next minute you see two people appear out of the mist and, Yes, Batman gives them a good... Well, I say he gives them a good beating. All he does is let that... They basically beat themselves up because he just dodges all their punches and they just fall over each other. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Bruce rather stupidly lets his guard down and gets clubbed on the back of the head by, by one of them. Oh, yeah. And he gets... Uh, that's where the whole thing gets weird. Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of cuts to another scene and, um, and Bruce is sort of hazy and a bit dazed by everything and wakes up um, and he's greeted by uh, Riley and Smith and he sort of, he's completely forgotten everything about himself as well, hence the title. He just doesn't remember anything about his life or what who, who he is or anything like that. He, just... he goes by the name Gaff. Gaff, right, yeah. <laughs> what a weird name. Well, yeah, well, names to choose. Why why would you choose Gaff? It's very strange. I've never even heard that used as a real name ever. Where would you get that? No, the only only name that I've heard close to Gaff is when you call your your boss or your manager Gaffer. It's a bit of a nickname. (laughs) Sounds like a term of endearment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Well... Yeah, so he's he's being called Gaff, and he, like you said, he has no idea where he is. Yeah, he's completely forgotten everything about himself and his life. But um, when it cuts to a scene where he's <laughs> standing in line for food, and he's just like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Oh, if it's moving, it's a rat. If it ain't, it's a dead rat." Uh, Which is just horrific. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, not not nice at all. And that's when we get to see the first appearance of the, well, the role of fat and round <laughs> boss biggest. <laughs> Demanding that they get straight to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he doesn't He doesn't look like a good boss. No, he doesn't. Reminds me of some of my old bosses. <laughs> and then we get to see uh we also get to see uh someone get punished by him because they didn't work or do what he said right when he said it and they put him in a like a small metal box that's just baking out in the hot sun yeah it's such a simple thing like what the sewer king did with his people yeah like putting put them in a box this time it's not it's not light it's just hot <laughs> isolation yeah it's a pretty horrific thing to do really yeah, and that's on a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> and then we cut back to Wayne Manor where we see Alfred trying to uh, greet and wake up Bruce, but finally he's not there, Yeah, which, I mean, he can't. that can't be too shocking for him. And no. so he starts to wonder what happened, but then we go back to 
to our new hero Gaff. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love Alfred's quote as well. He's just like, only vampires feet in a day like more than Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very true. Cla- classic old English humor from Alfred. You can't you can't resist that good old Alfred quote in there. Oh, he that's he's he's one of the parts that makes it a, such an enjoyable episode. <laughs> Definitely is. It's always good when we get a lot of Alfred quotes. But then uh, we are we are shown that Gaff still can't remember anything, and we yes. see Riley telling him some words of encouragement to hang on to hope, and then Riley and Mister Smith explain that they were around the dock area when they got apprehended and taken mm. to this slave drive. Yeah. And Smith says that he was unemployed and Riley says that he was a steam fitter for the Navy yard. Yeah. And he volunteered at the soup kitchen. So the priest was right that some of the volunteers were taken. Yeah. Yeah. I love how they do things like that. It just ties it in, but they don't make it, Obvious that they're kind of patronizing the viewer, either. Yeah, they don't beat you over the head. No, that's that's just so good from the whole DCAU how they do things like that. Yeah, and so it also just makes you uh, get more emotionally tied to the guy too, because he's not just a homeless guy; he's someone that's actually a worker. And then he mentions that he has a family. Yeah. So they're, they're probably wondering, what the heck? Where's our dad? Did he just get up and leave us? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, he is probably driving him mental. If this was like a real world situation, that guy would be going insane. Oh God, yeah. Could you imagine like these days with the, the whole media scale of it as well? It'd be huge. Yeah, which is even weirder that no one even cares. Or at least in Gotham, they don't care. Yeah. It's probably but then it probably is a Gotham thing. <laughs> then we see Alfred. We cut back to Alfred. Uh, continuing to try to figure out where Master Bruce has gone. Yeah. Look, trying to see where he is. He checks cars, see where he might have been gone and what had been taken. He finally uses a tracking device. And then where do we go from there? On the, on the, the Studebaker. The Studebaker. <laughs> yes. But, um, yes, he was trying to track in the car down. He, he tracks it to um, some sort of dock yard, isn't it? And he tracks it down to, or some sort of scrap yard, I can't remember. But um, yeah, so then it kind of cuts back to, to Bruce, who's sort of having his own sort of nightmare or vision. And, oh, uh, yeah. This is my favorite part. Yeah, just pretty, it's pretty creepy to be honest, because he's, he's sort of walking through this hall of mirrors and he's looking at himself, and all of a sudden he just turns. To his right, and he can just see a reflection of himself as normal, just laughing. It's just, it's just so weird to hear Kevin Conroy laughing. It's just very odd. Mm, that's unsettling enough. Yeah, so he, he approaches the mirror, walks up to it, and then it kind of fades into the Joker, then smashes it. The Joker smashes through the, the glass and pulls him in, and you see bats flying everywhere, and, and the whole Batman mask appear at that moment it just dawns on Bruce who and what he is mm, that, that laugh is just creepy oh, as they're so falling weird. yeah it's it's so weird Whew. 
Then where do we go from there? Okay, so after that we uh, we go we go back to uh, back to that uh, horrific horrific scene, really, where the beggars are walking up to Bruce. So he gives money to one of them, and all the beggars sort of like come around him, and and Bruce sort of sheds a tear. I mean, that's such a it's such a terrible scene in, the, in like the last possible way. It's such a an emotional sort of scene. I know, I know you said a lot of people so that's one of their favorite ever Batman scenes. Yeah, I have a couple of people that just cover movies and things that they say that that's one of their favorite Batman scenes of the entire uh, series because in most of the media, everyone loves seeing Batman. And even as a kid, when you're watching, you know, a movie, you just, okay, when's he going to get into the bat suit? And yeah. we tend to... Yeah. We tend to forget the the character of Bruce and that he himself is a is a loving human despite his demeanor most of the time. So in the dream where he's remembering who he is and he's you know he tries giving to one homeless and you know more come more come as he's trying to hand out the money that he has, he is he's overwhelmed. He quickly realizes that as much as he can do, he's not going to be enough, and there's it just that's what you said he, he has a tear go down his eye and that scene just shows so much of the character and the heart that uh bruce wayne has so yeah. a lot of people love that scene yeah i mean for this whole episode you see like a completely different side to, to bruce yeah he's not just a loner in his cave that hates everyone and wants to beat everyone's face in yeah yeah i mean you give a whole new complexion to him and his character in, in this episode and in the series, to be fair. But the um, that scene is just brilliant and the whole nightmare scene is just fantastic. Yeah, and from then on, he is his brain is rattled back to the fact that he is Batman. Yeah. Just switches into battle mode almost. <laughs> and having to get the heck out of there. Yeah, I should punch the... the uh... <laughs> It's funny because uh, Smith then annoys the the biggest guy by yeah, sort of making a stupid noise at him. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and biggest turns around and is like, <laughs> I can't remember his exact words, but like, let's just say he's pretty pissed. Yes, he's not he's not impressed, and then uh, sort of like he's like fry him on a box. So yeah. yeah. So then the, the the sort of henchman approached this guy, approached Smith, and then uh, immediately Riley sticks up for him and starts attacking the thugs. Then Bruce flies in as well because he he is just not impressed with um, with what's going on. So he, he starts fighting off the thugs, and then eventually they both uh, get overwhelmed by the amount of people attacking them, and he's thrown into the. Uh, thrown into the box it's, it's called yes the overnight even right the sweat box yeah and that, it's at that point that Bruce fully remembers he's Batman and yeah so he has a bit of an epiphany and he's just like right we're getting out of here and he basically just kicks himself out yeah because it's when Riley mentions about family and then Bruce has like that other vision of his family with uh, his mother and his father, and then he's just like, 
holy crap, I'm, I'm Batman. And then he just has an inspirational moment. He's like, right, we're getting out of here. Riley just laughs it off. But then Bruce just kicks the crap out of the door of this metal box. And he just starts sprinting. And then that music kicks in that's specifically for this episode. And you see the lookout blow the whistle and everyone starts chasing after Bruce. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an old those old timey shows where anyone's trying to break out of prison, really. Yeah, it's like classic country and western prison. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I love the music from this episode. It's great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it makes it more intense. It definitely feels like it's on the run. Yeah, so it, and, and he like runs off into is it Fox Canyon? It's called, isn't it, to escape. I believe so, and that's where he finds his faithful butler. Yes, it's, he was taking it upon himself to track his 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 master all the way where oh, he is. That's that scene the, the bat wings, funny. <laughs> yeah, he even has this little aviation jacket and dresses for the occasion. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely brilliant, and uh, he's flying through there. He's just like land you bucket of bolts. <laughs> Yeah, and he also happened to bring uh, the bat suit, which is perfect. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's got to, it's got to think ahead, Alfred, and brings yeah brings that money. And he, after he tells it to land, the bat is just like your funeral. Yes, and then we see what I think is probably the closest we get to see a Batman in a western until we got to Justice League, where they did that. Oh, and- exactly. It was Bruce just in like dusty, like, uh, like what is it? Caves, caverns? Yeah. Mines. That's what they're. They're mines. Yeah. And so you just see Batman dispatching of all the thugs and people freaking out and eventually, <laughs> yeah. eventually, eventually getting to Boss Biggest. Yes. Then what yeah. goes down? Yeah. Boss Biggest gets, uh, gets bossed. So he throws <laughs> the thugs into, uh, into his office. Sort of, or his ranch, or whatever, throws them in there. And he's like, Oh, big bat creature, it's horrible. And then <laughs> turns, the boss, big, biggest, is not impressed and uh, turns his gunman on him. So Batman has to escape into the mine, which he, he knows what he's doing. Batman, like that, people will probably overlook it, but he runs straight into where it's darkest and he knows that he can pick them off one by one. And they're just walking into a trap going into the mine. Hmm. And uh, Batman slowly takes them out one by one, almost like the Arkham-style games where you pick off the thugs silently one by one. That's kind of what he does and, uh, in this episode. And, uh, and the big fat boss biggest runs into one of the lifts. I God knows how that lift can even move him up. But I have no idea. I have no idea how it does that. Industrial um, strength for sure. I <laughs> one of those unrealistic things in the whole series that that lift can manage to move up with his weight on it. Yeah, so that, that, that moves up and uh, yeah, so then we, we see Batman chasing him up, up to the uh, next level of the mine. And then getting him? And then he kind of kind of does or gets him into a water slide after a fire breaks out. There's always, there's always a fire that breaks out in these episodes near the end. Oh, it's got to be dramatic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so he goes down the well, he very strugglingly puts uh, Boss Biggest into the water slide. So he's like, I can't swim. 
just crams them in there. Yeah, he just crams them on there, and he flat. I was surprised he didn't block the whole water, but he yeah, uh, he somehow floats through it and lands in the in the drink. <laughs> the drink. Yeah, f- falls down to the water. Is <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like oh, I can't I can't swim again. <laughs> and, uh, please flat. please help me. It's just like when you taste the prison food, you wish you you wish you had. <laughs> Oh. It's just such a, such a sarcastic comment at the end. Batman always has the last word. Yeah, always is pretty good. Oh, that's fine. But then the the scene after that, that the ending scene is just so good. Yeah, that's the, probably the best part of the whole episode. Oh, it probably is, yeah. Where Riley's reunited with his family and he offers Smith and Bruce like to stay with them and Bruce declines and he walks over and that's when the, to Alfred in the car and that's when they realize who he is. Yeah, yeah. And then Smith jokingly says that he should get amnesia because he wants to wake up a millionaire. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That is. And he, yeah, he's just like, he, even then he just tries to help them out. He's just like, oh, if you need a job, I can, you know, just hit me up. I can, I can probably help you with that. Yeah, and hopefully they took him up on it. Yeah, I'd like to think that they did. That is the one thing we never found out. Yeah, two two very good characters, two very good cameos in that episode. Even Boss Biggest is a decent villain. He is. Definitely one that is not forgettable. No, certainly not. You can't, can't forget that kind of guy. He's, he's huge. Because of that, also that gravelly voice and just chicken yeah. flying out of his mouth every time he talks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chicken flying all over the place and shit just covered in sauce. Yeah, it's just disgusting. Yeah. So, such a, a great job by the voice actor as well. It really gives him a good character. Now, do, do you happen to know what the next episode is? Uh, the next episode, I believe, is Be a Clown. Ah, oh, that is a classic. That's one of my favorite Joker episodes for sure. Fantastic episode. Really is just absolutely awesome episode. Especially just the creepy factor of being at an abandoned carnival. Uh, yeah, an abandoned carnival and the Joker undercover is always creepy. And they go together hand in hand. Oh, they do. No, it's such a good episode. Yeah, that would be a fun one to do. Fun one to do a picture for. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one and a very tricky one too. But that's what I like. I like seeing, what, especially I like seeing what you come up with. That's my favorite part. Oh, it's very, it's very, very hard. I have massive respect for what you, you do every day. Yeah, it's very difficult. Now you're doing well at it. Yeah, it's, it, it's okay. This last episode has been the hardest. This is the one that I had an idea for all along. I just couldn't make it work, so I tried something different, and it, it's okay. I think the idea is brilliant. I hope you're able to do it someday. Oh, someday I will. Yeah, when we go back round again, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll put it I'll put it up put something like that that I wanted to do. Yeah, for sure. Now we're gonna do uh, our guest today. Yes, and our guest is the audience. Yeah. And we asked everyone to send in questions and we'd shout out them, their profile, and a- answer their question as best as we can. Yeah, we want to get everybody involved. So, would you like to go first? 
Oh, I can't. I, yes, love to. Many questions um, to get into. I should clarify. Some people um, are listening. I had a few questions the last time we did a Q and A, and I've kept them over because I didn't want people to feel like they'd miss out and that we'd ignore the questions. So there's a couple of uh, older ones <laughs> that I've thrown in there as well. Because yeah, why not? So um, I'm going to dive straight in there and say. Um, there's something we kind of touched on a little bit earlier. Um, and this is from at, I want to make sure I get this name right, at Ricardo Cartagena Torres. So that's Ricardo Cartagena Torres, uh, which is, what do you think about the deal with DC, DC and McFarlane Collectibles? Interesting one, this, because we kind of touched on it earlier with the multiverse one. That's true. I, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do and what they, uh, what they do accessory wise, how much they do with hands and all that. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen their other figures before and I, I like the, uh, the quality of them and they tend to look like the character. So yeah, I think there's potential for them to do really cool stuff. It's just going to be completely weird and different to see a different company with the multiverse line. Yeah, no, it's going to be a pain to just see everything reset and then if there's any problems with the first wave, they don't know correct it for the second wave. That not, might not be right, but I, know, I feel like now certainly Mattel, the multiverse line is, is really, really, really going somewhere. Like, and yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, and do we even know if Mark Farland's going to do uh, collect and connect pieces? Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting for sure. I mean, you know, we could, I can't really, can't really judge McFarlane, but I, I do feel for Mattel a lot because I think like, they put a lot of effort. I feel like they've been sold, sold a bit of a lie in a way because they've been pumping all this new sort of um, technology, for want of a better word, into their new figures, and now they've kind of lost their license or something, which I feel like they wouldn't have been putting all this new tech in if they knew that they were closing the line, because why would you spend extra money when, you know, you're going to, you know, you're not going to be continuing it. So it's, it's a bit of a shame for them, to be honest. I feel bad for them. Yeah, even Targets are just selling your product at five bucks now. Yeah, it, it is a huge shame. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of digging the price, but it's also a shame. And yeah. that's also... I wonder with the McFarland toys, they tend to be a seven-inch scale, so I wonder if that's going to be what Very they're going to do. That's going to be a pain. Well, I hope they stick to like a six-inch scale. I mean, Mattel's probably like almost a six-and-a-half-inch scale, isn't it? Because they're a little bit bigger than yeah. most. So. But I hope they're just going to a flat six-inch scale and stop faffing around with all these stupid <laughs> flat, like the icons line was a bit too short, and then you got the essentials, which are not even in scale with their, within their own line, which is a bit odd, but yeah. Yeah, that's... We'll see, we'll see. But that's a good question. Yeah, it's a very, very good question. It's something that we've kind of talked about a little bit, but not in, in full depth. So that was, yeah, very good question. Thanks for that, um, Ricardo. Uh, next... No, finish. Ricardo. Oh, yes, uh, Ricardo. Uh, you just want to hear me say his name again, don't you? Uh, Ricardo, <laughs> uh, that's from uh, Ricardo 
Cartagena Torres. Thank you for that question. That's a really good question. It was. Now, the next question is from the Bat Collector. Yes. Lewis. And it is a biggest disappointment in a figure. Like, we got him brand new, and you, you got him, and you've been looking forward to him, and he's just a big disappointment. A good question. Um, the obvious one that stands out, and I know we mentioned it before, is the Mezco Aquaman. He's <laughs> he's quite an obvious choice. <laughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I've not really been too disappointed with any other figures, really. I mean, generally, they've all been quite good. I mean, some, some of them that have broke... Like, arrived broken or something but that's not necessarily the figure's fault that can just be where they they've been handled by the postage service or someone but um they had to, it's a tough one that is I, I, I'm gonna go for Mezco Aquaman I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go boring and go with that because it's just it's such a poor figure okay my biggest disappointment in an action figure ever would have to be the NECA Batman 89 Michael Keaton figure. Interesting. That's good. It's a it's a good choice. It's a beautiful figure. It's spot on. And it's when I first really started to get back into this whole hobby. He was one of the figures that was at Toys R Us when that still existed. Yeah. And it was like a Toys R Us exclusive because they only done them in a in the like humongous 18 inch and the 12 inch. Yeah. And they also had the Heath Ledger Joker out around that time. So I got both of them. And the Heath Ledger Joker was, it was perfect. But the, the Michael Keaton, I only got to have him in, in like good condition for maybe a few days before his legs broke. Oh, wow. And it wasn't like a stiff joint or anything like that. His joints all worked and all of a sudden just, just snapped. Just a full on clean blood, clean broke. Yeah, so and then I, short after that, his uh, hip joint on the other leg broke, and so right oh, now wow. he's, he's essentially a statue that can move his arms. Oh, that's that's horrendous. Which is why I'm I've got to get that Mezco '89 Keaton. Oh yeah, the Mezco just looks amazing. Yeah, so that's uh yeah. thank you, thank you, Lewis. I think that's yeah, a really good question. question. Well, I've, oh, yeah. enough, I've actually got a question from him coming up later as well, which is going to be an interesting discussion, but yeah. Oh, good. Hopefully it's... Um, is it rant-inducing? Yes, <laughs> pro- probably. Okay. Or oh, well, maybe. maybe. We'll, we'll see. But no, um, the next question is a good one as well from... Um, this is at her zero mat r1x. So that's her zero m-a-t-r one X, uh, which is quite simply favorite bat suits. Mm. It's quite an interesting one because it's a, it's a broad subject. But um, yeah, what what would you say is your favorite bat suit? <laughs> See, that's not even like just live action bat suits. Like every bat yeah, suit. just in general. What 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 if you were to make your own perfect Batman? What suit would you put him in? Okay. It would just, it would have to be, it would have to be the Batman eighty, Batman uh, animated series style Batman. Yeah, that's just I'd have to. 
just the, the solid choice that is. Yeah, man. All right, what's yours? Uh, oh, easy man's the Justice League animated and Justice League Unlimited Batman suits easily. I just everything about it I love. Ah, oh, that is too easy. <laughs> no, it's quite easy. I mean, it's got just because the blue inside of the cage looks like the original one. The the I love the emblem on the chest, the big long ears. Yeah, it just looks fantastic. That's easily my favourite. All right, well, that was an easy question. For that was us. a very, very good question. That was from her zero Matt RLX. Yeah, good question. Okay, then the next question is from our Irish guest from a couple of weeks ago at Toys of Arkham. Yeah. His question is based on what we've seen of Hot Toy Batman figures, what is our favorite? Hot toy Batman action figure. Oh, that's a good question. That is pretty cool. Oh, that's that's a tough question. I know mine. Oh, go on, go for it. I think the sleekness and just how cool and iconic the Batman uh, Returns hot toy looks. I love that. Yeah, good call. Very good call. I would say 89, but I just think something about the 92 version just looks very sleek. Yeah, and the cape on that one as well. Mm-hmm. So I go with that. That's a good shout, that is a very good shout. Yeah. Oh, that's I think I know shout. yours. Oh, it's either <laughs> it's one of two, maybe even, maybe even three, but no, one, <laughs> one of two. I'm going to go either the Arkham Knight Batman because I just love that design. Of course, it's just beautiful. Arkham that Batman, that figure is either that or the Nightmare Batman. Hmm, that's both are solid. Yeah, that Arkham Knight Batman. I went to Liverpool the other day um, and was looking in the Forbidden Planet there, and they had that one on display. It is just absolutely stunning. Love everything about that figure. If I was to go out and buy a Hot Toys tomorrow, that'd be the one that I'd buy. After that, nice. I just think he looks so cool. He is one of the better looking Hot Toy Batmans, and also he looks more articulated than most. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think it's for the facts as well that DC Collectibles kind of messed up the heads on the <laughs> Arkham Knight Batman. They made him look, he's, he's got a pinhead, it's so small. <laughs> he does. But um, the Hot Toys one killed it in the end. It looks fantastic. I really, really love that figure. It looks really cool. and the local Forbidden Planet near me have got the Joker on display there as well. It just looks so good. Well, I feel like those are solid answers and a great question from our Irish guest. Yeah, a great guest as well. Really enjoyed having him on. Yeah, if you haven't heard, go check out our episode with At Toys of Arkham. Yes. All right, what do you got for us next, Scott? Okay, so this is from at Dan's Toy Art. He's someone I follow. Check him out. He's really, really nice guy and a great page. Oh, yeah, he has the animated Superman as his profile pic. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. And yeah. It's a, a Superman question. It's like, what Superman animated series would you like to see next? So I'm assuming this would be, if, if you know, it was to continue, what we would like to see from the Superman animated series. Um. That's actually quite a good question. What do you reckon? I would like to see some more. I would like to see maybe a, a Brainiac, more Brainiac dark side stuff. Yeah. Because I feel like that's just naturally where you have to go with him. 
Yeah, yeah. Or maybe if they get really bold, like start trying to do stuff where it maybe injustice style storylines. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that'd be so cool if we saw more of that. Because we kind of got a little bit with like Brave New Metropolis, but they're not fully. Yeah. I think that that could uh, be interesting because you'd have to do something just to keep it interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I think Superman's got so many, he's like Batman, he's got so many different rogues and stories within rogues to to, to do. Like, we'd, I feel like we could have seen some more Toy Man stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I love Toy Man. Toy Man was really, really cool. Volcana as well. She was a good villain. Um, I'd I'd love to see some more of Doomsday, some more like Superman and Doomsday fights, and even that whole Doomsday storyline or something that would have been a pretty cool thing to see. We kind of got a little bit with it in Justice League, but that was yeah. uh, in, in the more back. like a parallel universe Superman that, that fought him, and they kind of did a little bit of it in JLU as well, but. Uh, yeah, I'd like I'd like to see like the whole Death of Superman story, but in the Bruce Tim style DCAU. Uh, that would have been pretty cool to see that continue. Um, and it's such a, such an underrated series, Superman the animated series is so so underrated. It's incredible how how ignored it gets sometimes. It's just amazing. Well, that just also shows just how how good the Batman animated series is that it even overshadows it. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, Super Animated Series is just crazy. It's fantastic. Yeah, I still definitely watch and enjoy it, especially with... Uh, didn't Superman have Dr. Fate stuff in it? Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. He he had, he had was the the bridge between Dr. Fate and Aquaman, so, yeah, pretty cool. And Green Lantern, actually, as well. He first met the, the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, because that was some of my favorite stuff, was seeing Dr. Fate. Yeah, it was kind of like opening all the barriers to Justice League, that last sort of... Assuming you had the, the series in front of you, the last disc is the the sort of bridge between Justice League and Superman, the animated series. And, and in fact, it's absolutely critical that you watch that last disc to, for Justice League and the whole storyline to make sense, really, all the way through to JLU. Yeah, I agree. Okay, all right. That was a good question. That was a good question. Yeah, that question was from um, at Dan's Toy Arts. And make sure you check him out. He's a really nice guy. Okay, the next one is from... Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, it is Batman underscore figures 412. Oh, yeah. He's a nice guy, too. Yes, and he asked, what new Batman figure are we most... Uh, anticipating for this upcoming year, which which one hasn't been released yet? Oh, that's a good question. In terms of Batman figs, I mean, the obvious choice is the Mezco uh, Keaton Batman, but I'm again going to go boring. I'm going to go with the BTS style Azrael Batman. I'm just so excited to see that figure. It looks unbelievable. Yeah, the colors alone. Assuming it does come out this year. <laughs> If that not, would be nice. And in fact, to be fair, there's no guarantees the Mezco one will either. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, That's I, I, I think I'd say I'd, I'm going to go for that one because it just, I just love the look of it, the cape, the style, the the, the idea as well. It just, yeah, perfect. How about you? 
Tough one. Yeah. Just for the sake of not wanting to be boring. It just does it just mean it have to be a Batman figure or just Batman related? Uh, well, I've gone for Batman, but in terms of Batman related, the, the animated series away was easily the choice. But yeah, I was gonna say that Red Hood figure, Red Hood, yeah, yeah, the multiverse one or the essentials, no, the uh, the animated. Oh, of course, yeah, 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 the animated, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get all three, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, probably same. Yeah, probably same. Uh, but man, in terms of Batman, I got—I just gotta say that '89 Keaton because it's like the ultimate dream. Yeah, it is. And that really is. That's like that's after that. It's like okay, I could chuck that NECA one in the trash. <laughs> I think I'll try to use the Michael Keaton head sculpt somehow. Oh, I like it. Somehow, some way. Yeah. But that, again, that's a good question. Hope it wasn't too boring of an answer from Batman underscore figures 412. Yeah. Also, that's a very, very great page. Yes. We will definitely have to have him on sometime. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd love that. Um, Okay, so this question I really, really thought was interesting. This is from Batman underscore beyond underscore fan page. Um, and his question is, uh, favorite DC AU fights from BTS, Batman Beyond, Justice League? Any, what overall, oh. what are your favorite fights? Easy. All right, I'm going to go first off. I'm going to pick when Batman... Uh, gets shown the slideshow of, of what happened to Tim Drake in Return of the Joker, and he oh, just yeah. flies through the window, and they just start going hard at each other. Even Batman gets stabbed in the leg. All of that, I love that fight. Yeah. And then, of course, I got to say the continuation of that when he fights uh, Terry, and he's just calling him a bat fake, and like, uh, like you're amateur i just love him just talking down to him and then yeah the joke gets so annoyed it's funny <laughs> yeah then, yeah i love when it flips and then he just gets so annoyed because he's just not the batman he's used to so the even though he knows all the tricks and everything he just not, it's still not they're not the same person so yeah yeah no it, i it, love it, it honestly is fantastic it is yeah. it is funny to see the jokers kind of get knocked up down a peg or three Oh, yeah, and I love when he's just choking out. He's like, why aren't you laughing now, again? I love that. <laughs> but uh, Fantastic. Then I'd have to say that Superman doomsday fight where they're fighting in the volcano is pretty, pretty gnarly. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. It's all the colors you get as well. It's so good. Yeah, it's just cool seeing them fighting a volcano. It's just, what the heck? <laughs> and lastly, I'll, because I'm just saying, I'm just saying exactly what comes to hit my mind right away, just so it's like, I know it's exactly what I would think of. And lastly, I'd say, I don't know if it's really a fight, but it's, I think, a fight in terms of uh, mental warfare, which, of course, with Batman, is, plays a big role. And that has to be that... Uh, 
end scene with uh, Clayface and Feet of Clay. Ah, good choice. Good choice. So those are mine. Very good top three. I, and yeah, the Clayface one's a really good choice. Really, really fantastic ending. And it has a bit of everything in that. It's very dramatic. <laughs> very dramatic, yeah. Which is fitting. Very, yeah, it is. It really is befitting of the moment, and oh, it's just sensational. All right, now you have to pick. <laughs> okay, so the three that I chose are, are all from Justice League, which people <sighs> will, probably won't be surprised at. But the three very, <laughs> three very, very different kind of fights. So I think my favorite one ever has got to be when Batman. It's kind of like the Clayface one. He has a mental battle with Doctor Destiny. Oh, that, that's that, a good shout right there. That, that's easily my favourite because everything about that scene encapsulates Batman. Like that that second half of that two part episode is almost like a BTS episode, where he's just yeah. fighting against a villain, and it's just him, the Doctor Destiny, and, and Batman knows he has to pull through at all costs because Manhunter has saved all the league, and now. Batman just has to bring Doctor Destiny to justice. He's got to stop him from destroying other people's uh, minds. And Batman's concentration, the, the lines that he says, like he says, "Oh, I have one power that I never give up." And uh, yeah, and we get to see the Batmobile as well for I think the first time in that series, or one of the first times we get to see it. So yeah, everything about that episode is just fantastic and that that whole battle is just absolutely brilliant one of my favorite lines that he says too is my brain's not a very nice place to be yeah yeah just so good so good absolutely love that scene so much it's just brilliant to see batman um just a normal human save all of these powerful friends that he's got and destroy the mind of uh Doctor Destiny, yeah, it's just or John D as he is, yeah, it's just fantastic. While saving the minds of all the heroes are just about to explode. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good first pick. Uh, next pick is also a Batman fight, which is in the cave from Starcrossed when uh, all the Hawks attack the cave. Ah, and uh, and they're like, oh, they're they're still running. Then GL just lights up the cave. And he's like, no all done running or all through hiding or something he says in it and then everyone just starts <laughs> battling and uh, my favourite scene from that is where Batman throws a bat around at one of the Hawks and he's just like your weapons are pitiful and then Batman's just like wait for it then all the bats appear <laughs> behind him and just swarm them that is just so good uh, well, that's absolutely unbelievable just goosebumps every time it's amazing and a cool setting yeah, it's oh, it's so good. I, mean, that, that, I think that's the second time we get to see the cave in the series. I think Hereafter was the first time. But yeah, it, unbelievable. Absolutely fantastic scene. I just love that the Hawks can, just don't understand what Batman's doing. They just think, well, it's just, well, it's pathetic. And they just had swarmed with all those bats. It's just so good. It's a good um, pick. So the final one, the final one I'm going to choose is the um, the episode the savage time when the uh all the the airplanes battle against the the nazis in the sky 
Um, I just everything about that scene is just amazing. All the uh, um, Black Hawks, Black Hawk crew come flying in out of nowhere and just take out all the German planes. Just the music, the the whole scrambling in the, in the air and the fight scene, and one uh, sorry, Hawk Girl and uh, Superman helping them to take down all the um, German bombers. That was just, I love that scene so much, and it's a good minute and a half long. So yeah, I absolutely love that scene. It's just fun to watch, and the music from it is just amazing. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. I don't remember it. No, it's such a great scene. I absolutely love that one. I was rewatching it couple of days ago and it just yeah it's just fantastic scene and as soon as this question came up I was like yeah instantly thought of that one as uh, definitely one of my favourite scenes it's just awesome nice but yeah it was a good question from Batman underscore beyond underscore fan page okay this one is pretty easy <laughs> it is from the Valley of the Dolls oh okay cool and it is, how can I get a Flash and Wonder Woman from DC Collectibles? <laughs> it's very a fairly easy answer, but it's an annoying answer as well. Yeah, so I'm guessing she's asking about the animated series. Well, if so, then, yeah, you're just going to be a DC Universe member and live in the USA, which is the downside to it, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if you do live in the USA and you can get the DC Universe, then definitely get those figures. They are outstanding. Yes, highly recommended. Highly recommended indeed. And, Despite uh, the price. Yeah. But you can't go. You can't live without them, really. No, they're just fantastic. You got got to have a, an animated Wonder Woman. All right, Scott. What what else you got for us? Um, okay, so this question is from a, a previous guest that we've had on, Jason Langston, who's a fantastic guest. Uh, it was at JNL underscore toys. Uh, toy Bat- yeah, toy designer for Mattel and uh, made some fantastic figures. Had a big say in, in character choices as well, mm. which is uh, pretty awesome. And he has asked favourite Batman actor. Ooh. <sighs> what do you what do you get? Uh my favorite Batman actor, I'm gonna go for Ben Affleck, definitely. Ben Affleck. I would say yeah. he's one I would say he's one for no, he'd be two for three. He was in three movies, right? Yeah. Or four, maybe Suicide Squad a little bit. Hmm. I would say I would say I like Christian Bale's overall. Oh, okay, that surprises me. Yeah, just because I just think the qualities of the movie and everything are good. I mean, Ben's big moment is the warehouse scene, and it's not even really him. It's a st- it's a it's a stunt guy. Mm. So I mean, yeah, he looks good when he's standing there and all beefy and everything, but. I would say overall, because I just like the fact that Christian Bale liked being Batman. He was dedicated to it. He put a lot of effort into it, and he he was the he did it three times. Yeah, a, a full trilogy, every movie. 
you could watch right now and be extremely satisfied and be like, holy crap, this is so good. Yeah. So just for pure rewatchability and how much enjoyment I get out of them, I would say Christian Bale's Batman. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, it's tricky on that because you've got so many cool... It is tricky because I don't want people to think that, oh, well, that means he hates Ben Affleck. No, I I love Ben Affleck's Batman too. No, Ben Affleck, sensational. <laughs> I, I, I really like Christian Bale as well. He's very, very good. And we still, Batman. we both love Michael Keaton. My honor, honorable mentions to Keaton as well, yeah. And, and even Val Kilmer was pretty good as Batman. Yeah, he's probably the first Batman on film that a lot of us saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely is. But, so. uh, yeah. That is a tough question. It is, is a tough question. But a it's good a one. Question. And you got to shout out people like Adam West as well, like who started off the whole thing, really. Yeah, and had to be goofy because of the time. Yeah. But, uh, <sighs> yeah, I, I, the only reason I'm going with Ben Affleck is because I just love his whole, his whole sort of the broken nature of, of his character. And I love the scenes... That, as much as I love that warehouse scene, I love the scenes where it's like him and Alfred even more, and some of the quotes that they say, and the whole nightmare scene, and just everything about that um, BVS movie. I just love so. Sort of like the reason why I said Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's great. And then I also love is when he's Bruce and he's all like when he's about getting caught by the computers. He does yeah. a good, like goofy, aloof playboy. Yeah. So yeah, he's, I love that. I I will ne- always defend BVS. <laughs> Same here, definitely. But then this is another pretty easy question, at least for us, because we've kind of answered it before. Yeah. And it is: Do you think Batman the anime series should get a sequel? And that's from the sportscaster known as, and then I can't read the rest. <laughs> oh, right. I see. I get you. I get you. No, oh, let me see. Oh, I'm gonna try the sportscaster known as Jay. That's what it is. So that's his question: Is do you think Batman the animated series should get a sequel? No, no, quite simply, unfortunately, I'd love that for that, but no, no, yeah, I agree. I think that it's a once in a lifetime thing. And they did it perfectly. Why mess with it? Why ruin it? Completely agree. It wouldn't be the same. Though. They'd have to watershed it down massively. Yeah. And uh, the stories would be crap. I mean, the Batman and Harley Quinn movie just <laughs> is the evidence of that. I mean, we'll see what this new Justice League movie is going to be like. It looks sensational. I think it is going to be sensational. But uh, yeah, I, I no, just leave it where it is. Like, people want more for a reason. So just keep it, keep it like that. All right. I hope that was a, a good answer. The sportscaster. Yeah, I mean, sorry to be blunt. It's a really good question, but it, it, you know, I just don't think it would work. Yeah, and as much as we want more of that, it's it could be traumatically bad. Yeah, I mean, you only have to look at the end of their own series of like terrible trio episodes and that. <laughs> I mean, don't don't do it. Don't go back. Just in, enjoy what you have. Yes. But thank you for the question. No, definitely, it is genuinely a very good question. It, it, it's hard to, it's hard to say really. But yeah, can't can't see that it would work. 
I mean, who knows, like a one-off movie could easily make it work because you haven't got the same restrictions as a TV show has. Um, but yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it'd work out. All right, you're up. Okay, so this question is a funny one, and it's from at the toy pile, another previous guest, and he's from Manchester, England, a really nice guy. So, uh, <laughs> this is funny. You you laughed at this one when you saw it. Um, okay, so this is a snog, marry, avoid, and the choices are Harley. Ivy and Catwoman. Hmm. Did you want me to go first? Um, I'll go for it if you want to. I think I've decided, kind of. Snog, marry, avoid. Well, easily avoid Ivy because I don't want to die. <laughs> Funnily enough, I, I would say that as well. <laughs> and I don't have rubber lips like Chris O'Donnell. And then, uh, Snog... Harley and then marry Catwoman. Well, no, 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 no. I'm going to switch that. I would kiss Catwoman and marry Harley because Harley's shown she's dedicated to a fault. Yeah. And, you know, Catwoman, she's kind of sketchy. Yeah, Catwoman can't quite be trusted, can she? <laughs> no. I don't think you'd ever be able to trust Catwoman at all. No. But I, w- I wouldn't mind a, a good little snog. It, it's it is very difficult, but I think Ivy is a, a comfortable avoid. <laughs> comfortable avoid. Yeah, because you don't know if she's going to be a clone or not. So that's true. You know, you never know. But um, oh, I don't know, Catwoman or Harley. It's a tough choice. I, I think your reasoning has tipped the balance, <laughs> and I'm going to say that you'd marry Harley and you would snog Catwoman. It's a tough choice, though, that is. It would be scary if any of Harley's exes came around, though. <laughs> uh, what, like the Joker, for example? Yes, the most scary. <laughs> yeah. You have to be good with hyenas. Miss, Mr. G would not be happy. Mr. G. Uh, yeah, you spend a lot of money on feeding the hyenas their food. Yeah, I guess. It's a very difficult choice. I feel, I, although to be fair, if you marry Catwoman, I think Selena Kyle is a trustworthy person, but Catwoman isn't. If that makes sense, it's a difficult one. Ah, uh, that is. I think either way, it, it at least will be an interesting time. Yeah. But that is a great question. I love that kind of question. I, yeah, it's a fun, it's a funny question, but it's certainly one you have to think about. It's. it's <laughs> And it is funny just to think deeply about nonsense questions. Yeah, my, my brain didn't lie that long so much. <laughs> okay, well, because we've been on a roll with uh, having questions from previous guests, this one is from same underscore old underscore X. And it is quite simple, but it is also an interesting one. And it is, what was your first Batman action figure ever? Oh, that's tough. I remember mine straight off the bat. Uh, no pun. pun. <laughs> and it is the old, um, is the old, I'm not sure. I think it's Toy Biz. And it was the 89 Keaton where the belt uh, pulls out on a string. And it has like a clip on. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Cloth cape. And it was only five. Figure, yeah. I had that too. Yeah, it's my absolute favorite. I still have a version of it around today, and it's my first and one of my favorite figures of all time. 
Nice, that's a good, that's a really good figure. I think that's a lot of people's first Batman figure, maybe. Yeah, perhaps is, yeah. Fantastic figure. What is yours? Brings back so many memories. Um, Honestly, I I genuinely can't remember. I remember having a Keaton figure. It was like this the. It, it was like a purple suit or a dark purple suit with the. Oh, I can imagine it already. Gold emblem, yeah. It was one of those, but I think one of the first ones I ever had would probably be the Kenner BTS figures. Ah, um, uh, those are beauties. The, the, the early earliest memories I have is like I had this this Robin with like a green and white tech suit, and he had like this yellow glider that he come with as well. Uh, I remember that. That's one of my earlier figures and, I, and there was a Batman that went with that as well there was like a, an alternate version of Batman they had two of the earliest figures I can remember getting but okay. uh, I also remember That's... the Justice League animated little uh, pen top figures that came in Weetos back in the day and I, I remember Lewis mentioning these as well um, yeah they, <laughs> they, they were um they were my all-time favorite action figures. Well, they weren't really figures, to be honest, but they were some of my favorite ones ever. I remember you said, well, I was probably about eight or nine. I used to have have them attached to my bike That's <laughs> all the time. And, oh, I used to love those figures so much. Yeah, I, my first Kenner animated Batman that I ever got was the. It was a animated Batman, and it was. Decorated with like black and white, but he had like the white lightning bolts, and he was like the Batman that had like the shell cape that wrapped around him, but unlocked into like. Oh, a I remember that. Yeah, I had that too. That's such a great figure. That was my first anime one, and that was my go-to. Like, if I was playing with them, that was my go-to Batman figure. Oh, it's such a great suit as well. That was. Yeah, I just loved how he just looked dramatic with the cape shrouded around him. Yeah, he looks so great. And then I'd always just have them rip it off and I have to fight without my cape. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my first in terms of animated. But that's a that is a phenomenal question from a yeah, great that really was. That's a very tough question as well. By the way, we're gonna be starting to have a lot of our old guests, previous guests come on again. That'll be fun. Oh, I can't wait to have Zander back on. He was a great guest. And he's been doing a lot lately, so we have a lot to catch up on. Oh yeah, you're not kidding. Not kidding. Oh, all right, sir. Okay, so next question is um, actually we did had a question from um, from the Millie, so um, which is her zero uh, Matt RX R one X, sorry, which is her zero M A T R one X, and this question is favorite DC animated film. That's a good one, but it's yeah, it's a really good question. Well, not an easy one, but what I'm gonna have to say it's a it's a toss up or two between me for me, yeah, in terms of what I could watch on repeat and never get tired of, but I'm gonna have to say Batman Return of the Joker, Batman Beyond. Oh, a good choice. And only because I would say Mask of the Phantasm, but I think uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker 
encompasses more of the whole history and so it has a little bit more emotion to it because if you follow throughout then it's just cool to see you know that flashback scene has just so much more meaning and there's just more history behind the whole thing so as much as i think mask of the phantasm is a masterpiece there's i could watch batman beyond return of the joker on repeat all day yeah it's a story movie so what what do you pick that was going to be one of the choices, to be honest. It's, so, it's, it's just so hard. Isn't it weird to think that a Batman Beyond movie is that high up there? It's crazy, yeah. Like, it's just so well wrote as well. And Terry's role in it is just brilliant. Yeah, and that's the cool thing, too, is how it juggle, juggles the past and the present. Yeah, it's, it, I remember saying it before, it truly is a horror movie, that film. It's just so good. Everything about yes. it is perfectly written. Um. I don't know. This is a hard one. I, <laughs> when this question came up, instantly the, uh, the the movie that jumped out is the Dark Knight Returns two part film. Mm. That that it's just unbelievable movie. I think I think that's what I'm going to go for. I think it will remain that until the Justice League v Fatal Five movie comes out. I think when that comes out, it's going to blow out of the water. I hope you're right. It just looks sensational. The trailer looks unreal and characters so, look unreal. But I so hope you're right. I, I think it's going to be amazing. It looks perfect. And Bruce Tim to come back and do a movie is always special. But I think uh, I'm going to go for The Dark Knight Returns 2 part. Because when, that, um, when I first watched that movie, it was at the same time that I brought the DC Collectibles New Adventures animated three-pack of the Mutant Leader and characters. Uh... It was around the same time, so yeah, I got good memories of that, and yeah, really, really enjoyed that whole Batman story. I think that was just spectacular. But uh, there's other good, good ones out there as well, like the Flashpoint Paradox was a really good film. Red Hood, Red Hood as well, yeah, definitely. And I really liked the Deep Freeze movie, Mister Freeze Sub Zero. That was really enjoyable. I liked that a lot. That's one I definitely have to watch more. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And they properly linked in the New Adventures and animated series perfectly with that story. No, that's a, that's a good question, but one that rips me apart having to pick one. No, it's so hard to choose, it really <laughs> is, because like, you pick one and then you come to one and you think, oh, shoot, I forgot that, or, oh, I can't choose because this one's so good. But, yes, yeah, really, really tough question, a really good question as well for that. That was from Her Zero, Matt R1X. Okay, I got another good question for you in, in terms of a figure one as well. Mm, this one is this one is from at TX Germs with a J, J-E-R-M-S. And he says there's seriously a lack of villain figures out there. Yes. Especially DC. If you could get pick any DC action figure to be built or to be made that is a villain, which would you pick? Um, oh, the, the, well, if we're going on top three, Luthor number one, uh, Brainiac number two, Darkseid number three. That that's literally it for me. There's those three. Let's let's get those three figures made. There's so in, in animated form. Yeah, in animated form, they've got they've got to be made. 
Yeah, I think I I agree with you on those. Um, those I would love if those are made in animated form, but right, I have one that I would want to be made that I think is lacking, and especially because I got the dark side, I really want it. I want a Granny Goodness figure. Oh, that would be so sexy, Granny Goodness. I want one of her. And just because she's always just a weird like character to me, especially when I was little, I was like, why is there an old lady that just beats everyone yeah. up? Like, what yeah, she, she was crazy. It's such a great character in the animated series as well. Yeah, so I would love, because I got Mr. Miracle, I have a big Barda, and I have a Steppenwolf, a Dark Side, I have plenty of Parademons. We, I, we got a Dessault as well. Yeah, and we, I mean, I could go pick up a, a Orion figure right now if I wanted to. Yeah. But there's not a lot of granny goodness figures. And if they are, they're crazy expensive. So I think there should be a new one. But there should be a high father figure as well. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Let's get some of those figures in here. Mm. So that's yeah, a great question. That is a really good question. And yeah. that's from at TX Germs with a J. And he is one of the guys from STS Guys. So if you have not checked out that podcast, feel free to go check them out. They have a lot of uh, fun stuff over there where they just talk about all pop culture stuff. Yeah, definitely. Really enjoyable podcast. All right. So how many, we have time for a few more of these? Yeah. So I've, I've got three more left. Okay. And, and I think actually two, two of them will be pretty, pretty straightforward answers, I reckon, because they're, they're good questions that instantly pop out of an answer. So, uh, this one though is from at the back Alexa. Okay. And this question um, is interesting, and it is favorite Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, this was a really easy choice. All right, what do you pick? Personally, uh, Spider Man Three. Spider Man Three. Yes. That is a controversial one. Uh, okay. I like Spider Man Three a lot. I pick, yeah, I pick the first, I pick the first Spider-Man from the Raimi trilogy. Mm. Just because that was the first time actually having my mind properly blown from a superhero movie. Yeah, that the whole trilogy was just so good. Yeah, and I love that origin story. I love seeing him be a wrestler at first and all that. Oh, it was funny. I was watching that scene a few nights ago with my dad. Oh, it was funny. With Macho Man Randy Savage. Boom, <laughs> saw. <laughs> uh, but yeah that's that's i, I mean I bet there's people disappointed because they want us to pick something new if i would pick a new one i would pick ant-man the first one just because i think paul rudd's funny and that's it uh, I'm, I'm gonna if as my choice of the new ones i'm gonna go with captain marvel because i'm not allowed to uh, criticize it so i'm gonna go that, with that that's so pc of you yeah, I'm not allowed to criticize Captain Marvel, so I, I have to choose that. I'm contractually obliged to choose it. Uh, that's it. Oh, all right. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, what's another one of those uh, short ones you have? Let's do another one of yours. Okay, so um, this is from Randy Miner ninety seven. Okay. Um, uh, what's your favorite DC hero? Uh, all right. Well, wait, let's let's exclude Batman. Okay, yeah, Batman, yeah, I think Batman's comfortable that we're going to choose that, but aside from him, this is interesting. You, do you have anyone? Uh, Superman, comfortably. 
Oh, so, okay. All right, then. DC, I don't know if you're going DC any counts. I like Rorschach. I like him a lot. I love Watchmen so much. Oh, that's a good choice. And he's a fringe character. So I, I enjoy him and his demeanor. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh God, I need to watch Watchmen. Really do. If you don't watch it by the time you get here, you will be watching it. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, good, good choice, that is. I like that. It's a little bit alternative. I like it. I just went mainstream with Superman, but I just I love Superman. Well, I mean, that's to be fair, a lot of it, I mean, we both weren't even big Superman fans until fairly recently. Yeah, right? yeah. And I so, always like, had a, a love towards him from Justice League, but Cavill really sort of sealed that with his films. Yeah, so that's, I, I think that's a good pick. Yeah. I previously would have hated it. <laughs> All right, so the next question is from Julian Espinoza 11. And I think this will be a fairly easy one. And kind of, I got to brag on some people. Okay, will you or are you looking forward to the Mezco Onyx all black Batman figure? <laughs> I'm, Scott. I'm, looking for, I'm looking forward to seeing the reaction of people when it arrives and they know they're going to have to spend the same money again to get the Mezco Keaton one. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's what I love. But I, I certainly do think like Keaton Mesco aside, I think that figure just looked beautiful, and it's probably going to have slightly better articulation than the Keaton one as well, just from the fact that's that it's more suits more streamlined. And um, look at you looking on the bright side of that. <laughs> it's probably better accessories as well. To be fair, and the head sculpts are really nice, and that figure is actually shipping now, which is weird because we're getting the third special of that figure released before the actual figure, which is again Mesco completely baffling the hell out of all of us but yeah um it does look very it does look very good to be honest but i still think the mezco keaton is where it's at you just save your money and wait for that one or just buy the regular version of it or yes. the gray version with the emblem the animated series emblem yes and for me i feel a lot of the same i just i think it's I just, I don't, I think it's sneaky by Mezco because I think they know what they're doing by showing it. And they obviously saw people doing comments with like, oh, I want to buy this because it reminds me of Keaton. Yeah. And so I do think there are going to be people that are kind of pissed that they are buying two figures. Yeah. But I do think that what you said has a lot of, uh, a lot of good, good weight to it, if you will, that it will be more articulated. The neck and head will probably be able to move a lot better. It does have some different accessories. Yeah, if you're someone that loves Mezco anyway, you shouldn't have any problem. <laughs> uh, it has a Cripsnap fist. You, you, you just, it looks so good. Yeah, I'm sure, and I'm also looking. I am looking forward to seeing people's pictures because I do love seeing people's pictures of the Mezco, despite not wanting to buy them because they're so expensive. Yeah, and uh, we're talking about STS guys, and I know someone from there is just uh, at Figure Fan Nate. He's getting the. Onyx Batman, and now he said it's on the way, so yeah, that's pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing his shots on it. Heck yeah, he's gonna have some really good pictures of it. Yeah, now let's see if I get another short one. Do you have any short ones on deck? Um, actually, the, the, the final question that I've got is um, from Gavid 
sorry, Ga- uh, I can't even read properly, uh, from Gavin DeMauro, um, who says, what DCAU villain figure would you want to see with this next? We kind of covered this, but I thought if we're going to choose one, who do we want to see next? I'm going to pick Luthor. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I kind of have a Luthor now that I think can fit into all of it. So if I had to pick one <laughs> ultimate villain, I want an animated Brainiac, because I think he's just um, yeah, cool. Yeah. He's my favorite Superman villain. Yeah, he's he is awesome. Because he's like the ultimate threat. He's like an AI computer that can just wipe out and keep going forever and make clones of himself. Like that's yeah, crazy. He's, he's just like a virus, isn't he? It won't go away. Yeah. And I think that's like the ultimate. To find a villain that could give Superman a threat is really hard. And he doesn't have, like, Lex Luthor still has to have kryptonite and he has to have all this other stuff. But no. True. And I mean, Darkseid, he just could pummel him easily sometimes. <laughs> oh, Darkseid is just so good. But he's Ultimate evil. Yeah, he's so he's not just a Superman villain; he's Justice League villain. <laughs> True. But well, at least in my head. But yeah, that's a, that's my answer. All right. Who is the best Batman animated series? That's one of the questions. That's how it's worded, and it's from at Paula underscore d-e-e-n one two three four five and who is the best batman animated series and i guess it's because there has been a few different batman animated series like the batman batman brave and the bold batman Uh, beyond uh there's been the old 70s and 80s super friends and all that oh easily just the batman animated series is the best easily yeah, easily. The other, one, the other ones don't even exist as far as I'm <laughs> Yeah, I, I have not even watched like the Batman or any of that. No. Yeah, I think I tried and I couldn't do it. It's just sacrilegious to me. <laughs> it's very weird as well. It would be like cheating on a wife, I would imagine. <laughs> but yeah, if we do have a little... We had a few more questions. Some of them were the same as others, so I'm sorry if... Uh, you asked the same question. We just weren't able to uh, say your name, but uh, that we did that just because we got the other one first. So we don't want to, but yeah, if you, uh, if we didn't get to your question today either, we'll do like what Scott said and save them for the next time, which we, we did get to those from the previous one, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We've got, I think I had about three, I think. Perfect. This one, but yeah, they, they definitely don't go unnoticed or unappreciated. Yeah, so again, we want to thank you for doing this, for being our guest. This is always a lot of fun, especially uh, some of the questions were a lot a lot of fun. And yeah. we also want to thank you for continuing to listen. Uh, like we said, it's been a lot of fun lately seeing how many people are getting involved. And we think that the, the guests have been a lot of fun recently, and we want to hopefully continue to bring that to you. And we have a lot of big guests coming up. And yeah, Scott, any last words? Yeah, well, thank you for listening. Thank you for the questions. And yeah, the support for both me and Tyler on the podcast just means a lot. So yeah, keep and keep those comments coming in and any questions far away anytime. Yes. So this has been DC Figures and Collectibles, where we do what you do too. And we reminisce about old nostalgic figures and figures that we want coming up and just hang out and talk honestly. So (laughs) we hope that you guys have 
a great day, whatever, whenever you're listening. And we look forward to the next episode. We hope you do too. And goodbye.